today we're joined by Ray Ellis, our CEO from First National. And Ray, we've started a podcast session within our network. We've featured people like Lee Woodward, Karen Joseph. We've talked about domestic violence, sales, property management. And today we're going to talk about our industry here at First National. We've traveled the country. We've been across all states. Give us your overview on the industry, especially in property management today. Well, it's a pleasure to be here podcasting. It's a whole new regime for us, but I know our podcast series has been great because it gives a chance for like some of the people we just mentioned to do- talk to direct to the people who work in every First National office. And you mentioned property management, and I'd, li- I'd like to start with that. It's been a couple of weeks now, but the federal government rejected a call for a national rent freeze. And we know how hard our property managers work every day and the demands of facilitating the skills of property management, dealing between tenants and landlords and new landlords and new tenants. The last thing we needed was to have to make the phone calls or the emails to say to a landlord, you can't increase your rent for another year or two, three years. That would have just been a disaster to manage. So the fact that it stopped is a great thing. It'll be on the agenda again, but a rent freeze is good news for our industry, but good news for our property manager. Every office, you don't have to deal with that. And you mentioned when we travel in the country, we just had a very successful investor relation days all around the country. Great event. I'm not here to talk about how good it was, but it's our commitment to make sure you have the resources and the skills to do your job better in property management. And one of those, it was great to get the feedback um, because as a network, we put on the agenda family and domestic violence in these days, a topic that's very topical and a blight on society, but the fact that as a network we did something about it and gave our property managers the tools to recognise it and the tools to do something about it, the feedback we got from Relationships Australia who did this for us and the property manager who attended was that thank you for doing it and uh, as a network we should be very proud, not of the family domestic violence situation, something Alex Haggerty and First National Maitland has been talking about and doing something for many years, but actually making constructive difference to your job in property management. Very pleased what we did that. We've done a great job identifying all those issues that our property managers can see. Sometimes they are the only ones that get in the front door of these houses of people that need help and assistance. And again, this week it's been demonstrated across Australia, 10 women die from domestic violence each week. Horrible. I'm glad we're in the industry to do something about it, but horrible stats. So what else is going on in um, property management? Well. Some good news is rents are going to go up between 4 and 7% annually for the next couple of years. But uh, having said that, last month for the 12 months, nationally, rents increased between 11 and 18%, with the highest being Sydney, of course, except Hobart. But Hobart had tremendous growth in rents in the past couple of years. So that's good news for the income for the landlords to make them happy. The tenants are becoming adjusted to it. But as I always say, the relationship between the landlord and the tenant is the skill of a good property manager. So that's good news for us that the rents are increasing, but also we're coping with, which has been three or four years now of what we call pro-tenancy legislation. Because if you work in property management, you know the relationship between the landlord and the tenant has to be good and the property manager's in the middle. So the pro-tenancy legislation certainly made our job a bit harder and we don't want to see more landlords exiting their market because that creates a housing crisis. 
but these things your networks are at the forefront of and giving you the resources to do something about it. Definitely. Well, that's a great wrap up of property management, especially how our network is leading the way. Now, what are the general market conditions around Australia at the moment, Ray? Well, it's a very unique environment because the strength of the market is defying all the odds. We've had interest rate rises. We've had mortgage increases as, as a result of that increased migration, demand for property, um, household budgets under stress because of rising energy costs and petrol costs and insurance and food. So all those normal factors should indicate that our market shouldn't be strong and the prices shouldn't be strong, but yet it defies that. And that's probably got to do with the housing crisis, but I don't want to go into details that, which is lack of supply and lack of demand. So we're defying predictions to be strong, which means it's a good time to be in real estate, whether you're in sales or property management and, and commercial. And the good news is that there's been 440,000 sales across the nation in the past 12 months, which is a 15% increase on the year before. So that shows that listings are coming on. There's a whole range of other things that are affecting our market, but in a good way, not in what the, what the, tr the trend is. Our office in Echuca on the border of Victoria and New South Wales with Moama on the other side has had a great significant um, uptake of listings and that's across land subdivisions and housing um, and our Echuca office is leading the way. They've also appreciated our spring campaigns, which helps them. And across social media, they've been able to pull in the information that we give them to make them the experts in their area. And that's, that's good news to hear. And that's repeat around the country, because we want to provide easier to list and sell. So the market is defined conditions. It's great. Listings are coming on again. And only last month um, in October, house prices went up again by an average of 1% around the country just for that month. So the doom and gloom of pre post COVID, during COVID, afterwards how the market's gonna collapse just hasn't happened. That's because Australians love their home, love their castle. The fastest growth in house price have been in Brisbane. The median house price there is now 773,000. And Sydney median house price is back over the million after it went down last year. So again, good news for our industry. But the issue is, and it's the highest in Sydney, that, and this affects all major cities, over 50% of people's income is now going to mortgage or rental costs. So that's an issue we, our industry can't solve, but that is, that is how people committed to maintain their mortgage. So it's good news for us, market-defying conditions. Uh, we're coming to the conclusion of the year. You know, by the time this podcast come out, there might only be three or four weekends till Christmas. Um, so we need to do that, but all in all, it's been a good, strong year. Um, next year will have its challenges as the worldwide situation evolves and, uh, Interest rates will continue to rise slightly, but Australians have factored it in, but that demand for property into invest or buy for a house or a commercial property remains unabated. Yep, that's great. That's a great overview of our market and the property management industry. Ray, what are the issues as a CEO that you shared at our recent lunches across the country? Well, these mightn't affect the, the person listening in their car or their office or the lounge room today, but as a network and industry, these are the, the demands of what, what happens. Um, and uh, in August, there was major changes to the Privacy Act. Um, and that's been the biggest changes in 10 years. So that'll roll out in every state next year. And you may say, what's the Privacy Act got to do with me? We've all heard on the news the, the, the attacks of information with Optus and Medibank and 
all other companies seems to happen every day. So we're not immune to that. So the information we collect, which is very private information, how we store it, how we use it, and how it doesn't breach the Privacy Act is going to become an issue for us. And as a network, we're looking at this now. Uh, we have a partner, Cinch, um, who do a great thing about hacking. And um, if, you're, if your office is not using Cinch, please do it because cyber crime's exploding and we don't want to be involved in hacks of privacy information, contravene the Privacy Act, or see money stolen on a, because we deal with people's personal information. There's a severe housing and rental story, uh, rental situation, just not enough homes. You know? I think every office, regardless where they are, they have one, two, three, five in Melbourne here. I went to one recently, had 70 people turn up for rental property. That's not going to change. Uh, the federal government and the state government should be applauded for their initiatives to get more stock onto the market. But rental properties, I don't know of anybody has had a vacancy rate of above 1% at the moment, which, which is unheard of. Um, so that's going to continue. Uh, we as an industry can't solve it, um, but the government's looking to be doing things and I hope they get that right. There's a number of um, debates about downsizing, people living in big homes should be selling to free that stock for other people. It's hard to sell, say to someone, you know, you've lived out for 30 years, it's time to sell to help someone else. I don't think that flies in, in Australia. But there's a whole number of councils now looking at the number of empty rooms in houses. Should they be taxing that? I know the Melbourne City Council came out with that recently. So again, that's not on the agenda immediately. But if you live in a big house with three or four spare bedrooms, there may be some demands coming to that. I know there's apps that, that monitor that. In our industry, um, our two main portals of... Uh, realestate.com and domain. There's been a third portal in Australia for a long while called uh, view.com. That's been bought by Anthony Catalino, who used to own D domain, and he expects to expand that to be a major force. So maybe increased competition in those portals. So there's lots of things that aren't the immediate effect, but they are going to affect us in the short and long term and your network's look at those to make your job easier. Yeah, definitely. So can you brief us on, as an industry, short-term stays like Airbnb? There's such a crisis in, as you just mentioned, rental shortage. How is that affecting the industry? Very good question. I'm glad you brought it up. Question without notice. Well done, Stacey. You have to, have to do this on the fly. The, um, and I, I did, I presented this to the chairman CEO lunches because Airbnb is a valued product. A lot of people use it. We can't, we can't decry that. But the impact it's having on our industry is, is profound because generally it takes between 110 and 120 days of renting your property on Airbnb or the short-term stay market to make the same income for 12 months in the long-term stay. And the long-term stay is our industry. We want people to rent a house for a year. So if the landlord can make the same money in 110 days, as opposed to 365 days, with nowhere near the legislation requirements of having a full-time tenant, that's not going to help the rental shortage. And the, the, facts, the facts are supporting it. 27% of homes from the long-term market, which is us, disappeared last year and have gone on to the short-term market. That creates the rental shortage, creates the demand, increases the rents, increases the legislation. So I don't think we can say, we're not calling for Airbnb to be the band, but what is the disparity between 
the short-term stay regulation and the long-term stay. And state governments need to catch up with that because the 27% sounds like a, a figure, but it, what it's backed up is 110,000 homes nationally have left the long-term market to go to the short-term market. And it's not gonna go away, but we need government legislation to cap up with it to make a level playing field. So nurses, when they move to country towns, people, when they transfer jobs, that there's homes for them to rent, not just on a short-term basis. Because 30% of Australians rent homes, if that stock's disappearing, where are they going to rent? That's a bit fine at the end. And it's, it's, it's increasing because Airbnb at their AGM in London a couple of weeks ago announced they want to move into the long-term market. Well, the long-term market is ours and your network and myself and your industry would everything to protect our environment. So they're a competitor, they're a disruptor. We just ask for a living player field in the state governments. And I know working through the state institutes, we're trying to do that all the time. So just some stats and information there. Very good question, Stacey. I'm very, I'm glad very you impressed. Like that <laughs> <laughs> now, Information Express is a new product that First National has brought to our network this year. We've asked our members to use the information to be the local expert in their area by blogging, fortnightly on their websites and through social media. How has that helped our industry and especially our members this year? It, it, it's, it's vital because real estate's a competitive environment. Real estate is local and people don't necessarily just search for, I want to buy a house or I want to sell a house. They do, I do renovations. What are the tax regimes? Can I afford to buy into the market? Is this a good place to buy? And so if you are the provider of the information over a week, a month, half a year or a year, they see you as the person to come and see. And this, we clearly differentiate by our competitors because the information we put out there is not just about buy this house, which is what I want you to do, not just about rent this property, but this is what's going, because Australians have an insatiable demand for property. It's a backyard discussion, every price of my house, what you're doing, moving or whatever. And if the first national person is that expert, which is easier to do, just blog it, social media, everything out, you will become that expert. Very, very popular product. Definitely. Ray, thank you for your time. It's great to spend time with you one-on-one -on -one and go through the, the industry and what's presenting us uh, in the market locally and nationally. Thank you. Well done, Stacey. Thanks for your time.